a cap yeah. Wild D, wild D, wild D. I'm the young old dude with the new allergy. Leader of the new school, old mentality. Got the loose Twitter fingers. You following me? Yeah. Over your head, got too much knowledge. Graduated in games, season no something. Outlast today, don't need no nostalgic. I'm over 38, performing like a freshman in college. Yeah. I'm the youngest old dude you know. Motive with life change, effortless with the flow. Out of boy, oh, you ain't no. This man against time, and this time, time just had to go. Let me vest 20 pounds of haters and run some more. Steadily getting laughed, I stride around goals. Lost it, I'm found it and winning. How I catch a bunch of L's, I quarterback the beginning. Yelling Y-O-D. Yeah, I'm a young old dude. Learn the rules like a pro, taking students to school. Y-O-D. Up in the gym, dropping mad jewels. Still hungry, stay seasoned, play mad fool. Y-O-D. Stay on my grind, it's that mastermind. Like wine, I get better with time. Y-O-D. Oh, you ain't heard about me. Got everybody in the city saying Y-O-D. What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Y-O-D podcast. Brought to you by Yon Chronicles. www.yonchronicles.com Be sure to click, subscribe, follow, and share. And don't forget to leave us a comment or give us a five-star rating. Let's dive in as Ajan Rubin talks with three special guests, Danny Bill, Manu Antu, and Paolo Tashi, after a very historic and special Muay Thai seminar held at Extreme Power Gym in Oceanside, California. Thanks for listening, and enjoy. Okay, hey everybody, it's uh, John Rubin from Extreme Power Muay Thai. We just finished doing the, uh, Jesus, like the, the premier seminar, mm-hmm. uh, traditional Muay Thai seminar here uh, ever, uh, with, with two living legends. Um, we got the man himself, Danny Bill, here, right. and we got Manu Ento. Uh, I'm, I'm damn near at a loss for words, and I'm so freaking happy um it's funny most people can't tell when i'm really excited because i'm not moving and jumping and this and that but i mean i'm bubbling in my skin about this thing so um the seminar itself like i said it was just it, it was phenomenal and uh you know i think that we broke ground here i think that because he kept track i reached out to him Last year, I think it was toward the end or whatever. And anybody that knows me know I ain't no butt kisser. I didn't know. If, if, and I respect all humans and stuff, but if I admire you, there's a reason. And now I reached out to him because he's always been my number one Nukmoe, period. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm an old guy, been at this thing. I keep myself in shape and whatnot, but I know, you know who your idols are. And so, like I said, I showed respect and reached out. And then time has gone by, and then and here we are. And this is the beginning. And in my heart and in my soul, I'm praying that, you know, the rest of the, especially here in the States, excuse me, that people come to realize who Danny is. Because he, Danny never got the, the fanfare. And I'm not going to just pick names and stuff because there's no secret. There's only certain names that were always thrown out from the golden era. But the truth be told, he outperformed all of them during that time. And those of us that's in the game know we knew it, but the rest need to know. And that's the right. truth. We are so on the same page. Like, anybody that knows me know, if I automatically get on, along with you, you're a strong motherfucker. 
Your soul is strong. Because anybody that's a little bit shallow and they act like they're strong, they're a little bitch, we ain't going to get along. It's like we've been knowing each our whole fucking life. Yeah, so I'll shut up. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll keep running. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm uh, Manuel Nto. I grew up in France. Um, originally born in Cameroon. So I learned Muay Thai in France and I go to Thailand. <clears throat> I meet a lot of champions, pretty much Danny is the one who always guided me. And uh, I build my, I make my name <clears throat> in Thailand. I go to the United States and uh, I get the base over there. So I have a gym in Atlanta and I train a lot of people, a lot of fighters. So that's pretty much. I'm Danny Bill. I'm start Muay Thai uh, 85. My first fight is uh, 86, and uh, first time I champion France, uh, 88, 89, 80, 90, and 93 is my first world champion title. And uh, I grew up in France, but I born in Cameroon too, and now I won't fight again. Maybe United States next year. I need to fight last time, maybe two times. With Ruben, he come to my corner. Manu and Paolo come to my corner for my oh, last fight. Okay, oh, don't forget. <laughs> so, Danny, uh, Danny is a tough guy. I asked him one day, how do you learn the sweep? He said, street fighting. He said, we, we you know, where we grew up in France, if you're not strong, it's not for you to part of it. So Danny, <clears throat> Danny already have naturally, that's what we call the IQ. Yep. He's very intelligent. If somebody go after him, he know how he's going to get it. So when he was in Thailand, <laughs> with, with what you get, because <clears throat> you have to understand one thing. Uh, in Thailand, if not everybody will fight because they won't be champion, they don't have a choice. Right. Culture. So all these guys, we talk about that with Danny Chacha example. His father is a doctor. He told him to be a fighter. He don't want fight. He did it for making his father happy. Danny by himself go to Thailand, 18 year old. You know what you want. That's why he get what he get. So, like I said, he used to tell me, they're not going to teach you everything. So you have to be clever. Watch the champion in the camp. When you hit the back, learn, see how the coach trains them. He learned a lot, and he told me to watch a lot of videos. So, uh, Thailand, going to camp, sit your tongue, uh, junkie gym, and the camp, he, he pick a lot. You know, it's like uh, the kids today, you go to a, what we call this thing? Uh, if you work with a computer, you go to a, is a no, it's another place. It's a, is the name uh, jolly.com, something like that. Everybody who learn IT or want your computer, they go to this web page. So, take a young kid. He beat a lot of guys for IT. How? You don't have to go to school. You love what he's doing. You learn everything. You get the book. You know? Sometimes you have a coach. The coach teaches you something. I, I used to do Kung Fu, and uh, I had to do Muay Thai. And one day I kicked my coach in the head by accident. I said, wow. Because I was thinking more times to the coach, like, huh? I watch video, video, learning. I love what I'm doing. So I pick faster. The coach, he teach, he make money, go home. <laughs> Me, I want to be the top, you know? So.
if I can add, I think it's like by default with what he said. So he he knew some. He went there. He, you know, he's training and learning, but he saw they were not teaching him. It's that being um, same shit I done gone through my whole fucking life. That's what we, we spent last night talking about. So fucking much in common. And, and, and then they asked about my background, and I explained the whole thing. And they're like, oh, like this, like this, like this, which is the same. They went through it in a different way because I was looking up to them back then. I mean, I started late, but I didn't let distraction, roadblocks, and, and turn, turn off and put down stop me. So I'm athletic, smart as shit, and when I put my teeth in it, fuck you. I'm going to chew through or die trying. That's it. There, there's no in-between. He did the same thing. He did the same thing. No help. None. Matter of fact, it's, it's, it's the constant, oh, let me do this and see if I can discourage you. Let me see if I can make you change your mind. We're not made that way. We're, our spirit is like, if you want to stop us, kill us. But when you shoot, don't miss. That not that I'm dude. It's 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 like I'm telling you. It's like the shit that in that guy. Here we go back with the fucking <laughs> Marine Corps, man. Like I was that guy when when it's time to go. It's like a, a fire team, and this this is our spirit. And and you'll see the parallel in this. When you want something, you fucking go get it or die trying. So if you're a fire team leader, if I train them, we go into a shit sandwich. I know this. I'm not gonna be a fucking pussy, and I'm back here and say, okay, you go, you go. Mm -hmm. Now, we just fucking went through training. I trained them, no, motherfucker, here mm -hmm. I go. I remember several times telling my Marine, I said, hey, we go here. I said, but if something happened, all of a sudden, zip my fucking head rolling over here, your ass take over. Got it? Bet. Mm -hmm. You know when you got somebody like that when you going in. That's not so, uh, 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 selfish at all. That, that's a little bitch. That's a fucking pussy. But when you super strong, it's like, no, we... We, we, we win, lose, whatever, but we're going 100 motherfucking percent. Now, what drives us, I want to say, is um, virtue, 100% uh, integrity, meaning we ain't talking outside of our face. We mean it. There's a determination. We were talking about spiritual uh, drive because it, it's funny because he, you think I'm deep and spiritual? This motherfucker here. Oh, hell no. Nah. You don't even know. <laughs> this is my fucking brother from another mother right here. We got hella deep. He was laughing half the time. So y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> you know. But, it, but it's true shit. It's like, how the hell you get to the age we at and we still fucking hungry? We're not ambitious. Something drives us. Mm -hmm. I've been saying this shit forever and ever and ever. So when we see someone coming that did, 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 then you understand why we're kind of like, motherfucker, get mm -hmm. this pussy out of my face. You don't say it, but that's what you're thinking. <laughs> so, you know, we, we come from something that I started extremely fucking poor and, and, and constantly distracted. No different, but it's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to make a way for myself. End the story. Not a discussion. Get out of my way because here I come. Mm -hmm. And that's it. So it's, it's that and the fact that this is sharp. We were born with a body that can perform. Still no help. Think about that shit. You ain't get no help and discouraged. Mm -hmm. So there's something you see and it's like inside, you're like, well, I got to go do this. And you don't give up. 
Like Ruben, you talk about, oh, you don't want to go back. <clears throat> it was a fight in, uh, in Thailand. We come back to France, and we go to the gym with uh, Khaled. And uh, John Wall was there. John Wall just beat Armand Decker, and uh, then he beat, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, with David. So we come to Atlanta, uh, to, uh, to France, and uh, there was in France, Samai and John Wall, and then he said, no, let me take John Wall. You take Samai. <laughs> you don't say, Hey, take John Rose. <laughs> he said, no, no, let me get this one. <laughs> it's stronger, you get this one. It's like I say, it's not like, uh, oh, beat him first and I see how you do for beating him. No, like I say, directly. Like I say, he was looking at me like, uh, I just come in and he said, no, I get this one, you get this one. Another thing is, believe me or not, I get a lot of title, not because they want me to get them. When I win the belt, I don't want to say the name to the referee. You know what's happy? I win the belt. After that, they called me for Maurice Travis. They called me a week and a half before the fight. And they say, you want to fight Maurice? I say, OK. I go to the weigh-in. They say, you get the belt. What belt? They don't tell me what's the belt. And uh, they asked me to do my blood test. I say, I give them to you. They say, now you have to go to LA, pick your blood test. So I say, I go to Newport Beach. I pay $300, we get the blood test. We come back at 5 o'clock. You get the blood test? Yeah, they're here. We have them. <laughs> they want me to go to LA. Mm -hmm. I say, Maurice, I'm going to knock you out. I told him like that. <laughs> First round, we touch glove. Boom! I swoop him just for put the tongue. <laughs> he was mad. He come back. Boom! Watch the fight. He's on YouTube. So I win the fight. It was my, my second title. After that, they called me for fighter, Manson Gibson. And they say, the winner will be on spoilers. They say, Manson, you have 49 fight, 49 KO. If you beat Ento, you go to spoilers. So they call me, hey, you want to fight uh, Manson Gibson? When? Oh, two weeks. Oh, okay. For the belt? I say, okay. I don't want to worry about the fight. I'm supposed to fight for the IBA, uh, USBA title for boxing. That was my first challenge. Wow. And, uh, I go to Palm Springs, Palm Spring. you know, we take the, the car, we go to Palm Springs, we come back. Man, son get crazy, he was, you know, a little alcoholic. Oh, yeah. He look at me, you freshman, I hate you, you won't fight me. I walk you corner at the Shirokon, I say, hey, listen, listen. <laughs> I need to buy a ring for my wife. Oh, you too, you need the money? <laughs> so, <laughs> you're supposed to pay something out? So, I say, listen, I say to push me in the face, you're supposed to talk to me. Oh, man, now we're gonna fight. Uh, okay, I go to my room, he picked the phone, nigga, I'm gonna kill you! <laughs> At 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna kill you! So I leave and I go to Palm Springs, I come back, and I go to the reservation room and I say, you ready? He said, oh, I say, I played the game, are you ready? <laughs> so we fight, first round, second round, and the last round, I don't know what he gets, I hit him with the over right hand, bap! He land and he get up like that. <laughs> I say, what the heck? I mean, I hit the guy get up like, so <laughs> yeah. he was like, <laughs> so I say, so I think it's not right. So after the fight, he say, hey, do you know that I have a plate on my legs? I said, I don't know. What happened? I said, no, I have a plate. I think you know. I said, I don't know. I beat you with my hand. I don't use the kick, you know? Right, right. And after they give me a hug and <clears throat> they say, well, I'm the, the top of the top of guy. So this down, I get one, two, three, four, Five, no, four title, yeah. four, five title. 
The last one was in 2000, Victorville. Mm. And uh, they don't want to give me the belt. They won't give me the belt. They say, oh, we lost the belt and this and that. So yes. I think, yeah, we don't say the name. It's my friend. So look, look, look. I go with Jacare from Alliance. is the best jiu-jitsu in the world, you know, Alliance martial art. So me and Jacare, we work together. And we go train the military, the ranger. So we go to Savannah, we train the, all the military, we show them yeah. how to use the elbow, the knee, and everything. And right. they was happy. He said, finally, we like that. We don't want to be on the ground. <laughs> so, oh, no. No, no. And the Brazilian said, guy, listen up. One for all. Only Jiu-Jitsu going to save your life. <laughs> the guy said, hey, I don't see myself going on the ground doing all you on bar and this and that. Nope. I hit the guy with a punch, knee, elbow. Yeah, fine. So they was happy. They tried to call me many times, and the Brazilian stopped. So, uh, uh, what I told you about Jacare? Well, well, I was I was with him, and I trained the ranger, and we put everything on Facebook. So Denise said, "Oh, man, we get you belts." You think I was American? So he sent me the belt by mail. After we get the belt, later on, after I trained the military, I get the belt. <laughs> so it, it was funny. <laughs> so after that. I have a funny thing, you know, something's wrong, you know. I know you're going to say it's funny. Every time my foot itch, I travel somewhere. And I ask my wife, we go somewhere? She said, no. So okay. And I get a phone call. At night time with my student, we go to the China restaurant, we eat. Hey, my name is Dennis. Hey, Dennis, how are you? Good, good. Hey, you want to do a last fight? Paolo was there. He was a referee. I mean, this is like a last fight? Yeah, yeah. You're going to fight a guy. He's a white boy. He's from Holland. Okay, what well you told me, the white boy? Oh, he was a student to Armand de Coeur. That's why he don't told me. He said, hey, full rules, my type. Full rules, life fight. You wife to plastic surgery? I said, yeah, bring your wife too. <laughs> why you want to bring my wife? Hmm. So I said, okay, if I bring my wife, I bring my, my coach for my wife and for my, my sister-in-law because my coach was my brother-in-law. You're a fat bastard, you know. So, no, no, you're going to say, no, he's my brother, you know. I got you. So we go to Jamaica and, uh, uh, you know, John McFay was there. Hey, call Manu. The big guy is brother-in-law. How you know that? He's fat bastard. <laughs> Shh, don't say that to nobody. How you know? Show me a picture. I said, oh, yes. So they pay everything. Yeah. It was his birthday, June 16th. So they fly him, they fly his wife, they fly my wife, and we start the race captain. And you never see me out. I bring my golf club. Sometimes I used to practice. And uh, uh, Tom told me uh, the fight is at 175. Oh, I'm 181. Manu, it's a title shot. It's okay. So again, they tricked me. They put all my title in the line and boxing, Muay Thai, everything. They said the most fear guy in Muay Thai. So why did they put all these things? They tried to dethrone me. I know, I know. So I make the weight, I run three miles in the morning in a golf club, golf club at the half moon. At five o'clock, I go run again, three miles, and I go practice golf. I eat a little bit and I go sleep. You never see me at, at the pool, never see me outside. Man, the Dutch guy used to go to the pool, to the waterfall, visit all Jamaica. So that's the way in, I show up 173. He showed up at 178. <clears throat> he look at me, I look at Eric, I say, told him to go run. <laughs> <laughs> like say, the guy said, what? You want me to run? I'm going to knock you out the first round tomorrow. I said, so be it. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're spiritual. I have a dream before I go over there. 
I have a dream. I mean, can I talk about that? Sure. Okay, I have a dream, and uh, I was somewhere, and it was a, a black guy in the dream pushing my right shoulder down. And I say, you stop? And he look at me, he smile, and he push my shoulder again. I say, you gonna stop? <laughs> if no, I call the police. And he push me again, he say, you from Cameroon? I say, yeah, so what? And he asked me, who killed Yannick? Hey, we have a guy in Atlanta, he's from Cameroon, he died. A compound take to fight in Florida. He get kicked in the head, and he bleed by the nose. So he get the blood clot and he, and he died. So I say, I swear to all ancestors, if I know, the guy gonna pay. And they look at me again, both of them, the elder, and the ones like ancestors, and they say, who killed Yannick? I say, why you ask me? I don't know, if I know, I swear, they say, okay, and I wake up. I say, what is this dream? And I see all the tie coming up, and I see all the things, and I say, why all the tie was there? I see C4 here, so I wake up, and I call my sister. And I say, have you dream? She says, no, no, no. <laughs> they ask you, what, kill him? What do you mean? I don't know. It's something to do with you. I say, okay. So I go to the fight, and the guy was South Park, and he said, gonna knock me out of the first round. He, he, he mean because we make him run, Eric Kerkhoff make him run. Yeah. So I go right stand and I go, first one, he let me a kick, pull my block, and the dream come back, ah, my shoulder. Wow. The dream was warning me that, be careful, don't get hit in the head, boom. Yeah. My head, everything was vibrating like that. And I remember, bam, I said the dream. So the ancestor come told me on the dream, don't put your hands down, because the guy don't come for play. They That's put serious. all my tattoos on the line. So I put my hands down, and I said, come on. I put my hands down, I lift my shot, and I said like that. And I go kick again like an idiot, and I swoop him, shoop, go, boom. <laughs> and I switch the stance, I go south part this time. I attack the legs by outside. He kick me, just something, I already twist the, the ACL. Mm. He kick, he stand on the floor, I spar low. Five minutes. Damn. So I was in the rope with the leg, I say, the fight is over. Now five minutes, they don't want to stop the fight, they want the guy win the fight. So they get him up. He was part of They get him up. He's back. So I say, South Park, and he hit hard. I say, I'm tired. I go right stand, and I put my head forward. I know what he's going to do. He's going to jab me. But when he jab, he put all his weight on the lead legs. So okay. before the legs touch the floor, I know. I pop. The legs go like that. Nice. He, he never walk no more. He put the surgery, he go back home. Never fight no more. But he never fight no more. His legs, you know, the knee was here, the legs were here. 90, 90 degrees. Everybody said, ow. So I know what he tried to do. It's a staff, I don't know if I can say that. Black magic. No, it's not black magic. In his part. Probably. Yeah. But you know what? He's black magic. We, we, I, 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 you feel. Because that's why I come to your brain. Yeah, in the dream. Yeah, in the dream, they warned me. And before this dream, I have another dream before. I go home, I go to the bathroom by myself, and I get out to my body. I don't know, what is it? And I look my body, I scan my legs, like this. Everything was fine. And I got a phone call for the fight after that. It's like, my grandfather always said, the ancestors, they're always there. So I'm here in the bathroom, and I get out to my body, and I scan every bone. And I wake up, and I get the phone call for the fight. But before the fight, I get the dream again, with the ancestor who push my shoulder. So the fight don't was a fight for, <laughs> it don't was a regular fight. We go to the White Witch, 
the fight at the Rose Bowl in Jamaica. The guy kicked my head. I mean, I broke. And uh, bing, the dream come back. So I say, okay, it's on. <laughs> so I do like a picture, I lift my shirt, put my head forward, I land him a kick, my legs was <laughs> The next day I play golf, I can feel a little bit. So I was, I was in the golf club and the, the commentator, what's his name? Uh, he was uh, all the guys and another guy. He said, wow, Manu don't go to the lamp tomorrow, play his, uh, <laughs> when he go to tea time. Now he's on the video. You hear them talk, he say, well, tomorrow you're gonna play golf and this and that. So, the reason I wanna say that is that I don't watch the shows they want to, to fight for get the belt. I get one belt in Thailand, I come to US, I get the belt, think about that. I come first, I lost the Draka, and I realized that she was a troll. So I go back to Thailand with Sifu, and we do some Sambo, Judo, Aikido. When I go back, I was able to avoid the takedown. And uh, the guy cannot walk after round number nine. Nice. So I have a problem in Thailand. Then he come help me. And the next day I fly for the United States. And I said, I'll come back. So the, the guy will put the newspaper and he read and he said, oh, look, three Thai fighters go to the west against the ocean. Chai Chai, Depitak, Menuento. So they include me as a Thai fighter. I'm the only one who win. Damn. And I don't want to go back to France. Because I, I know if I go back to Thailand, probably my brother will pick me in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I stay in America. Chacha Laws, Peter Claus, I win the Draka. And uh, after that, Maurice, Manson. And the last fight was uh, Mansonville Boy. And uh, I never lost in the state. One time only when they got against the Draka, I was with Alge. I was district, you know. But we, they never give me an easy fight. Like, hey, you gotta fight two months for the title to get ready. I get a phone call. You want to fight? I say, okay. Boom. You want to fight? I say, okay. Boom. I go to Jamaica. The, the guy beat Kao Klai the month before. Mm -hmm. I have no clue. Kao Klai come over. Yeah, Kao Klai come to me. Oh, I know. This guy beat me over there. Oh, maybe why he don't want his day, you know? And Dennis called me for go to China later on for Kao Klai. So me and Kao Klai, we know each other. And Kao Klai told me, when you and Danny was on TV, I was 12 years old. He said, you must be 40, man. I said, yeah. So I'm saying, so I'm saying like that. So we do three rounds uh, in China. The China TV say I get robbed because I take him down all the time. The Thai say win by decision, but it was controversial. The thing is like, I shake his hand. I say, I get my money, you get your money. You get dirty, I let my energy go. So, in the fight, so. You, you get, he explained so many back to back to back, like it went from one layer to another layer to another layer to another layer of distraction. Um, let me change this up on you. It's, it's to, to break you here and here. And it didn't do any of it. It's like, okay, because this drive is just like, no, no. And to get that blasted, <clears throat> feel it and know, and, 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 and the body language immediately after that, he didn't, there was none of this. It went, all right, motherfucker. That, that's your, your spirit and your soul stepping forward, knowing you got no goddamn support and everybody working against you again and again and again and again and again.
That's the central thing. And he, I mean, he explains so many damn layers of what the fuck. And the average person, you just, you break, you crumble. And, and this is still in line with the stuff that we, you know, we talk about on, on the Mayotte podcast. It's this thing in here. Fuck you made of. And another thing I want to say is like, she didn't all the fight that she do. And I come, Tani one day told me, Manu, you fight last week. You know, your hand, right? No, they want me to fight. You need to stop. <laughs> the race. So when I knock out the tiger on TV, they don't like that. So give me another fight two weeks later. <laughs> they knock me out. Another fight two weeks later. One month. My last fight was against Chocho. I look the champion. They cannot knock me out. I leave. <laughs> so they're always looking for who going to take this guy down. Now, yeah. Let, yeah. Let, let's, let's do the, the, the elephant in the room. No, no, not like fight, like um, the, the, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, sorry, it's an English, it's an English version. No, no. Um, you don't know us from jump. Never seen us before. The very first thing you see we got in common is what? There you go. That is the forefront of the constant roadblocks. Mm-hmm. So him beating the one named dude that got celebrated, it got washed because he looked different. So the one that wasn't nowhere near as accomplished as this guy, that's the one they celebrated. And it's like, well, let's just keep this quiet. We don't like how he looked. That's the shit I, my entire goddamn life, before joining the Marines, the entire time in the goddamn Marine Corps, and then get out. Rhonda been here with me. I'm way back, you take fighters to fight. Nobody knew me from shit, you know, and it was always, I was some black guy in Oceanside, black guy in Oceanside, black guy. But he was, we made a joke, I was like, well, fuck it, okay. Yeah, you know, because I'm like, I'm from Camp Hill, Alabama, where it's like, I'm here and, and white people here. Fuck you. I, I'm, I'm going to get through this. This ain't my first rodeo dealing with this shit. I am tenacious as hell. But it's all this. Never what's in here, never what comes out of here, never, never, no, no. It's just, well, how you look. Fuck you. And then before long, it went from that to when, when my guys start winning little amateur titles here, and then they go, oh, uh, Ruben. He was there for that. I looked at him and laughed. Oh, my, at least they ain't call me fucking black guy. At least know my goddamn name. But whatever. Then I started making more, and then when Cowboy started doing good, and then Fabian started doing good, and they thought, oh, crew, Ruben. It's, it's still always this, uh, that. It's always that. And Paolo knows motherfuckers talk about me, but he know I don't give a shit. I am successful because I fucking work. And people that do, do this, this little twist that bad mouth, I, I, I stop and I think, okay, I wish whoever it is that does it, tell me what the fuck did I do to you can't do it because I haven't done anything. So it's some double reflective thing. I, I, I've gone on and done better or something and it bothers them. How the fuck is that my goddamn problem? Hmm. Well, it's, well, <laughs> well, 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 you can go ahead and keep doing that all you want. It ain't changing shit. Hmm. But th- it, that's, a, that's how, how people are, you know? And then somewhere in there, I can't remember, we were at Pollock Pal- Pal- Casino and the guy says, uh, well, the honorable Ruben. I about fell out the fucking chair laughing my ass off. I said, damn, I went from black guy in Oceanside to honorable Ruben. Okay, I'll take it. I mean, you, you can't just let that shit hold you down. 
But it's still the shit you deal with. We, we can't wipe this fucking off. This is our uniform. And then, and then in, in my humble opinion, there's a bigger picture too. Because those that look like us need to see, hey, you ain't the only one going through this shit. And my dad, he used to have a saying back in Alabama. He said, Junior, don't let black man struggle become your black man hustle. And I ain't never done that shit. So when young brothers see me and they understand, I'm like, nah, you ain't the first. Let me teach you how to get through this shit. But don't play me. And their living examples are the same. Same. It's like, don't, don't, don't come with no bullshit. You know, grab your ass, get the fucking work. We, we were talking about yesterday about, uh, like, business. You know, get it right out of bed. God, we got so much in common. We get up out of bed, and there's set rituals you do. You know, you take care of this, take care of that. Put on your fucking game face for the day. Clean. Dress. Stand the fuck up. Walk straight. D -d everything. Because it doesn't matter how, you're always going to get nitpicked anyway. But you don't give credit to it. They can't say, oh, motherfucker don't even know how to, nah, nah, nah. No, I got you beat at that too. <laughs> oh, but no, I got you beat at that too. What else you going to come up with? Well, you black. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's all you got? Sad. But what the fuck? We ain't, it ain't changing. It ain't changing at all. We used to it. So he, we were talking last night, and he said, um, you know, it's interesting how you know, people, they, they want to learn more Thai, and then they find us. And then somewhere in there, we end up being like an uncle, a brother, dad, a confidant, like this and that. And I said, man, like we, we get it, but we get it because we give a shit. And, and there's something that radiates from within. Like, like some is just the, you know, just the cross the T, dot the I, and count the money, and that's it. No, it's it's uh it's it's uh, the whole family thing. And I was listening to him saying how it is here, John said, Man, it's the same every day in here. Day in, day out. But you really gotta give a shit. And over time, like a parent can sense because your your kid is your, your child, that's your baby, right? Whether they're little kid, teenager, whatever, they come in. And kids are kinda like I guess like animals, like they can they can feel good spirit and they can feel bad vibe. But when they instantly sense on that, then it's like, okay, that heart is good. I had one, uh, uh, Dome mom came in. That woman like 70 years old. The guy's a lieutenant colonel, world champion, pancreas, something or another. She came in one time. She saw all these kids lined up and stuff, and she, she sat right there like this. Real prim, professional, properly, just sit. And she watched the whole class. When it was done, she came up, she goes, you got a good heart. I go, huh? She goes, no, you got a good heart. Touch me again. She goes, there's no way anybody can teach kids like that unless your heart is good. So it's not possible. So you're different. I said, thank you. I said, no, it's true. You need to know. I said, yes, ma'am. Hmm. And, and see, shit like that, when I say with that and the same with passion, you can't fucking fake it. You can't do it. But yet people just sell doo-doo and say, what are you buying this bullshit for? This podcast is sponsored by YOD. Be sure to get all your young old dude gear at ExtremePowerGym.com. Hi everybody, I'm Paolo Tarsha. I'm here at Oceanside at Ruben's Place, Extreme Power. Muay Thai, I started in 80, 1982. I left South Africa, I was in exile, I couldn't go back. So it was a good 
escape from the madness that I was going through in my brain. The enemy, the Thai for me was always my friend and my teacher. That's why I love Muay Thai so much. That's why I stand by Muay Thai. That's why I represent Muay Thai. That's why I dedicate half my life to Muay Thai. That's why I put it on film, Muay Thai, so that the foreigners can come up and we can compete with the Thais on the same level. Because unless you're on the same level and you understand Muay Thai, you're not Muay Thai. You cannot beat Muay Thai if you don't do Muay Thai. You can beat Muay Thai using Muay Thai. And for that, the best, the one percenters, the chosen few make it to Bangkok from all the provinces, from south, from north, from Europe, from Asia, from everywhere. And those who make it in Bangkok and win are great. And the champions at Lumpini, Rajadamnan, like Manu and especially Danny Beal, which for us was something unique. And for us was also unique because he was the first African champion to come in kicking ass for real. Not using half mix, he was using clean technique, pure. So Fimo, so uh, he was IQ, he was using his IQ. We love him. And for that, he got the respect of the country, the whole nation, all the guys. Doesn't matter if you tie or whatever you are, we look at him, we love him because look how he's fighting. And then later on others, and Manu, same thing fighting and winning and and not crying and complaining that they lost and could have won and could have done this and if I could have would have could have but no 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 you fight you win you lose move we all have problems yeah, do it hurt ankle doesn't matter you go fight you lose you lose you lose you win you win red corner or blue corner most of the time I've had two draws in my life but most of the time it's red corner blue corner somebody's gonna win that's it May the best man win. After the fight, they're all friends. They never forget you. That's what I love about the ties. You see them later, they remember you, they love you, they, they respect you. And, and on that, I'm gonna piggyback you right. It's like, we spend, and, and it hurts, oh. you know, and, and I done put my time in, it's like 25 years now being involved with Muay Thai, and we, we why? Mm -hmm. and, and, and for us, it's real spiritual. We don't oh. just do it as a show, you oh. mean it. You sincerely mean it. And we shake your hand, what's up, man? You know, sincere respect. Mm -hmm. You fucking mean it. But the problem is, and what I've seen, like, even though we're steeped with re respect and, and protocol, there's quite a few people, more than I, I, I wish it wasn't this way, that are not respectful at all in the circle. The entire thing we is respect, respect, respect. And then some people, there's one dude years ago, I was watching and I admired him coming up and stuff and he's a real good fighter, quite a few amateur titles, maybe a couple of pro titles, but he don't, he don't fight no more. And I go and see certain people, you know, he's had a cup, cup, and, and I see, and he just, he stayed right there, stoic, wouldn't move. Hmm. And I waited and I said, well, why don't you do this? He said, Ruben, you stay in this long enough? He said, everybody don't deserve that. I was like, oh shit, okay. And I respect, and then time go by, and I couldn't help but pick up the same thing. Some people I see, I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch because I know you're full of shit. I'm not going to do it. Especially someone who's not sincerely respectful. Mm -hmm. So when he said we need more respect here, it's not a joke. Like, mm -hmm. it's, how, how, how can you get this thing to grow when it's constant undermining one way or another and slants and this and that? There, there is no me taking from your groceries with this thing. No, if, if I'm going this way and doing it right, so are you. There, there's no stealing, but, but there's enough that carry on like there is stealing. It's, it's insanity.